Chapter 3, Progressives Projecting Fascism, Railroading Rhinos Welcome aboard the Rhinos Railroading Express. Rhinos won't go after Hunter's laptop that reveals, among other things, his and Joe's corrupt dealings with China, Ukraine, Romania, and Mexico. They won't go after former FBI Director Louis Free, who gave $100,000 to Biden's grandchildren, assuring him a position in the Biden family business. They won't go after Kevin Morris, Hunter's lawyer who paid Hunter's $2 million tax fraud bill, his $20,000 a month California house rent, and other expenses. Peter Schweizer's wondering why Hunter's not paying his own expenses if he sold his BHR stake in the China firm for $20 million. Rhinos won't expose Biden and the progressives who just used the NEPA Environmental Policy Act to nullify their own $1.2 trillion infrastructure bill. NEPA uses progressives' environmental agencies and their lawyers to prevent infrastructure implementation. Conveniently, environmental lawyers get paid with taxpayer money to sue their taxpayer employers for years to delay and or shut down the implementation of the infrastructure bill. Like Obama's $800 billion non-shovel-ready infrastructure bill, the Democrats are once again funneling another $1.2 trillion of taxpayer infrastructure money to the Democrat Party, their operatives, unions, donors, bureaucrats, and rhinos. Passing needless tax and spend bills is how they enrich and power and maintain control. For example, under the guise of national security, 18 Rhino senators supported the Progressive's $284 billion CHIPS bill, which uses taxpayers' own money against them. It gives China corporate welfare, $3 billion for China solar production, eliminates China tariffs, and surrenders U.S. manufacturing to them. The bill gives the U.N. $8 billion and the Energy Department $45 billion to impose climate regulations on U.S. citizens. It gives $45 billion to the Commerce Department to build computer chip factories in Germany, tax breaks to Intel, and finances endless corrupt cylindras. It gives $78 billion to the National Science Foundation, four times their present budget. $284 billion could be better spent on cutting U.S. corporate tax rates to 15%, eliminating our competition. Wall Street, U.S. corporations, sport franchises, entertainment industries, and most of our politicians are heavily invested in China. The sellout pigs are using the national security lie to push and justify their corruption. Schumer has stripped any security pretenses from the bill, allowing chip companies to continue business as usual in China. This $284 billion chips bill is another sellout America and shovel taxpayer money into the corrupt politicians' pockets bill. As mentioned in my last paper, Progressivism in Action, Biden is now delivering his third promise to China by dropping their tariffs. China Joe is selling out the U.S. to China for the $1.5 billion they paid him. In a fascist symbiotic relationship, progressives collude with teachers' unions to ensure their local, state, and federal re-election. For example, during the 2020 election, the American Federation of Teachers, AFT, donated $2,674,719, and the National Education Association, NEA, donated $1,941,045 to the Progressive Party. In return, politicians gave teachers job security and lavished them with taxpayer pay and retirement benefits that often bankrupt state and local municipalities. To maintain power and to ensure future progressive growth, teachers indoctrinate their students with progressive ideologies. 
teachers union, progressives, and other Marxists pursue lawsuits to teach subjects such as critical race theory, CRT, while they and their fascist media machine tell parents and the public that CRT curriculum is a figment of their imagination. The NEA just authorized language directing teachers to teach that men can give birth and chest feed and that students now have birth parents. Using fascism, the NEA is colluding with the DOJ and has authorized a $140,000 fund to set up a parents' terrorist watch list to subpoena any parents who oppose and or present evidence regarding CRT curriculum. One Nation America reported on April 28, 2022, that more than 13 blue states have illegally converted over $122 billion of COVID relief funds to implement CRT curriculum in their schools. Many consider this a payoff to the teachers' unions who helped implement the fascist machine's election fraud that illegally installed Biden into the presidency. Progressives, along with Rhino Senators John Cornyn and Bill Cassidy, are sponsoring the Civic Secures Democracy Act, which gives states $6 billion to teach CRT instead of American history in their educational systems. The title of former Secretary of Education Betsy DeVos's new book, Hostages No More, is a quote from Horace Mann, a 17th century educational reformer who stated, Educators are entitled to look upon parents as having given hostages to our cause. Separate studies by the CDC and the Washington Times found 2.5 and 2.1 million guns, respectively, are used in self-defense each year. That 81% of the time, guns are used for self-defense as opposed to 19% for committing crimes. And that 96.2% of the mass shootings occur in gun-free zones. John Lott's study from the University of Chicago found that states with the largest increase in gun ownership also have the largest drop in violent crimes, and that almost all of the gun violence occurs in cities controlled by Democrats with strict gun laws. Biden's account of increased gun violence after the 1994 10-year ban on assault weapons was an outright lie. The ban had zero effect on gun violence. Under Biden's presidency, however, gun deaths in the U.S. have increased by 25 percent. Democrat-run cities won't enforce gun laws that are already on the books, which allows criminals back on the streets and gun violence to increase. They then demand more gun laws to prevent law-abiding citizens of their right to protect themselves against the criminals they just released. For example, 87% of the people committing gun violence have an average of 12 prior arrests. In New York, the NYPD found that 10 criminals were arrested 485 times, 716 criminals were responsible for 30% of the shootings, 4,400 people were arrested for carrying illegal arms, but 1,200 of those cases never made it to trial, and of the 4,400, only around 700 were convicted. Facts, however, don't matter to progressives or rhinos. Only politics matter. A fascist totalitarian government can only exist under a controlled population, no matter how lethal it may be for law-abiding citizens. Citizens must be stripped of their liberties, especially their Second Amendment gun rights. While progressives let thousands of armed criminals cross our borders and out of jails, they render our law-abiding citizens defenseless. Fascists don't care that constitutional freedoms are non-negotiable and not up for a vote. Global Rhino Senators like Burr, Cassidy, Cornyn, Collins, Ernst, Graham, Murkowski, McConnell, Portman, Romney, and Toomey, and others believe they are omnipotent and have the authority to strip citizens of their constitutional rights. 
Rhino and progressive fascist pigs are in bed together and have formed a unitary party. They fear revolution and our weapons because they've sold us out. They feel they have job security because they've either been recently re-elected for another six years or are retiring for their cushy progressive corporate lobbyist job. They're perceptive enough to realize when their constituents are finally fed up with their bullshit. Like clockwork, just before the majority gets the boot, rhinos assist progressives in passing hostile legislation that wouldn't have passed once conservatives reclaimed the majority. Slim majorities behoove politicians synonymous to conmen. Aware each party wants to maintain power, they realize people will hold their nose and vote them back into office. This tradition must be broken for the sake of our country. The fascist corporate government-owned media provides cover for their aristocracy. If they can't prevent Trump from seeking office by jailing him, they'll use the fascist media to sensationalize the January 6 show trials and suppression polls to drive down his popularity. Progressives use Saul Alinsky's fascist tactics to drive conservative news organizations favorable to Trump, like OAN, off the air. Fox News has quashed Trump's interviews and blacked out his well-received and successful American comeback speeches. Rupert Murdoch, who has donated millions to Clinton campaign and foundation, wants a candidate more suited to the elite establishment and mainstream media, one who elevates his family status at cocktail parties. Fox hires CNN advocate sellout rejects like Pierce Morgan, who despite mountains of election fraud evidence, recently accused Trump of fabricating election fraud conspiracy theories. Fox News talking heads have been silenced regarding election fraud, along with all the other left-leaning network marionettes. Chris Wallace departed for Fox News for CNN after he scandalously aided Joe Biden during the presidential debate, and Chris Steyerwalt was finally fired in January 2021 for calling Arizona's 2020 presidential election early in favor for Joe Biden. Arnon Mishkin, Dana Blanton, and other anti-Trump progressives who rigged Fox News election night coverage still run the Fox News decision desk. They continue to rig and run Fox News opinion research suppression polls, then publish the phony results that significantly favor progressive opinions and their candidates. For example, a Fox poll claimed that most Americans hate America, with the majorities being Republicans. They have Biden's approval rating at 45%, 6% above other poll averages, and with his disapproval rating at 53%, 8% below other poll averages. The Monmouth University poll has Biden's approval rating at 38% and disapproval at 57%. Quinnipiac has his approval rating at 33% and disapproval rating at 61%, which is more in line with other polls. Even Progressive Political has Biden's approval poll averages at 39%, with only 18% believing the country is headed in the right direction and 79% believing it's on the wrong track. Once again, the fascist government corporate media like ABC, CBS, CNN, Fox, NPR, NBC, PBS, and others are already rolling out their suppression polls to make the midterm race look closer than it is. They're preparing their alibi to pretend it was the fairest election ever after their fascist progressive machine commits the usual voter fraud and rigs another election just like they secured the Kennedy election by blatantly throwing thousands of ballots into Mayor Daley's Chicago River. 
An NBC poll just claimed it's now 46 to 46 percent split between which party Americans want to control Congress, and Fox claims it's Democrats 44 percent to Republicans 47 percent, well within the margin of error. For more information on election fraud, see Progressives in Action for the People's Act chapter, page 21, free on this website. They endlessly sell this suppression poll bridge. Either they're lying or the American people are the dumbest masochists on the planet. It's hard to believe that the American people would continue to allow these elite globalist progressive pigs to rape and pillage them, their families, and their country after they tyrannically unleash crime, inflation, the DOJ, IRS, EPA, SEC, intelligence, and other government agencies on them. They've opened our borders, imposed lockdowns, destroyed our jobs, income, standard of living, children's education, and foreign policy. We still haven't felt the effects from their Orwellian named Inflation Reduction Act that will release another round of inflation and 87,000 more IRS agents on middle and lower income American families. This bill will further increase our energy costs and erode our standard of living. Good luck heating your homes this winter. Maybe you can sleep in your electric car. Zuckerberg claims he's not going to get involved in the 2022 elections. That's hysterical. His corporate friends in the 501c3 progressive organizations already possess and have updated the crucial swing states voter registration list. Fascist corporate state-run organizations already retain and have enhanced the list, making them even more progressive computer-friendly for the upcoming elections. They've retained everything needed during the 2020 elections to rig future elections and can now bypass the states. Ron Johnson, Senator Wisconsin, claims Zuckerberg's political hacks had the keys to the Wisconsin absentee ballot room. Zuckerberg no longer needs to bribe or purchase the list from corrupt progressive state office election officials. When the corporatists combine their voting registration list with King Biden's executive order that mandates billions in government election funding and that all government agents must be involved in voter recruitment, the 2022 election will be a Zuckerberg fascist 2020 election repeat on steroids. The progressives jailed Dinesh D'Souza for 18 months for passing an extra $10,000 to a friend's campaign, but did nothing to Zuckerberg and Bloomberg, whose combined contributions to the Progressive Party's 2020 campaign was nearly $1 billion. Contrary to America's interest, the rhinos looked the other way while the fascists rigged our elections to empower and enrich themselves, and still no one is in prison. It's disheartening to constantly watch sellout uninformed rhinos and the conservative media talking heads distort facts, distance themselves, and run for cover while condemning the January 6 protesters. Fearing their corporate masters' blowback and dismal ratings, they disregarded the purpose of the protest and failed to report on the substantial election fraud evidence and blatant voting irregularities. They've ignored the perverse counterinsurgent fascist Solinsky tactics used by the progressives and the unconstitutional treatment of the protesters. They've joined the fascists have been redirected and duped into regurgitating progressive talking points. Neither the rhinos nor the conservative media ever demanded that the progressive thugs who laid waste to the Wisconsin Capitol for months be jailed. No matter how heinous a progressive crime, they always get the benefit of the doubt. 
Like in third world countries, the progressives have held many January 6 protesters in solitary confinement for almost two years without a trial for merely standing outside or taking selfies inside the Capitol. In contrast, Biden's DOJ declined to prosecute and set free the Colbert staffers who unlawfully broke into the Capitol building on several different occasions. J6 actions were minuscule compared to the $6 billion in destruction and the lives lost across our country during the Antifa and BLM riots. Like Whitmer's kidnapping in Charlottesville, it appears that the FBI, BLM, and Antifa operatives again set up and led the destruction during the January 6 protest. Pelosi, the DOJ, FBI, and Capitol Police are again complicit in covering up the truth by hiding thousands of hours of tapes to push their January 6 charade. While maximizing J6 protesters' prosecutions, progressives unabashedly display and promote their own thugs' riotous intimidation. They incorporate fascism to defend their destructive armies who assist them in destroying our civil society, empowering and enriching them. They use social and corporate media, corporate funds, NGOs, GoFundMe bail money, the courts, and legislative bully pulpits. They train their cameras towards a hail of bullets, fiery backdrops of violent, out-of-control mobs and mass destruction, then vigorously deny and defend their actions. Our new two-tier justice system has never been more evident. A progressive D.C. jury acquitted Hillary Clinton's lawyer Sussman even after witnesses admitted in his own text proved that he and Hillary purposely misled the FBI to influence and rig an election. Conversely, the January 6 protesters remained locked up without trial for almost two years for protesting the election that Sussman and Hillary rigged. While Peter Navarro, Steve Bannon, and J6 protesters are jailed, Sussman goes free. It's interesting to note that most D.C. residents hold government jobs, 92% vote Democrat, and even liberal lawyer Alan Dershowitz admits it's virtually impossible for a conservative to get a fair trial in that town. Biden's DOJ is anxiously awaiting the end of the J6 show trial so they can railroad Trump in a D.C. trial like they did to Manafort, Stone, Flynn, Papadopoulos, Navarro, Bannon, and the January 6 protesters. Like in a third world country prior to an election, the DOJ is now colluding with J6 show trial conspirators to influence and rig another election. They've again fabricated charges to raid a former president's home, hoping to defame and or prove any unlawful activity. The Franklin Square, Washington, D.C. riots during Trump's 2017 inauguration kick-started two years of Antifa and Black Lives Matter riots. Hundreds of rioters committed vandalism, set fires, and overturned cars. Six police officers were injured, 200 progressive militants were arrested, and it took 5,000 National Guardsmen to quell the riot. Still, the fascist machine insists that the most heinous insurrection in our history occurred on January 6. Unlike the January 6 incitement charges brought against Trump, the DOJ refused to even investigate the incitement of Nancy Pelosi and John Lewis, who just prior to Trump's inauguration broadcasted their lie that Trump's presidency was illegitimate due to Russian election interference. Jake Sullivan, Biden's national security advisor, remains free after lying to Congress regarding Russian collusion. Obama's former head of the IRS, Lois Lerner, walked free after she lied to Congress and unlawfully targeted, audited, and litigated conservative donors into bankruptcy. 
Holders Fast and Furious, Clinton Foundation, Benghazi, and Uranium One, Schumer Supreme Court threats, Stocks and illegal protests are all ignored by the DOJ. Maxine Waters orders to persecute MAGA and attacks on the White House and White House visitors all escape media and DOJ scrutiny. The progressive fascist machine, however, continues fabricating incitement indictments against Trump over his January 6th involvement against his administrators and supporters and against parents protecting their school children. Rhinos will not go after the Obama-Biden administration, Clinton's FBI, CIA, NSA, IRS, DOJ, FISA court judges, or congressional members like Pelosi, Schiff, Schwawell, and other congressional members. They won't go after ambassadors like Yovanovitch, Fiona Hill, Taylor, or sociopaths like Vindeman. They won't go after progressive bureaucrats or their affiliated government confederates. They won't go after Mueller, his corrupt panel, McCabe, Page, Comey, Strzok, and 51 spies who lied, or others who falsified evidence to keep themselves in power. All the above use their offices to set up a phony Russian collusion story, harass, bankrupt, and jail their political opponents, then lie to Congress to impeach a U.S. president to empower and enrich themselves. Rhinos won't hold the Democrats liable for rigging federal elections and illegitimately seizing administrative and congressional powers. They have ignored the progressives' unconstitutional despotic executive orders that implemented lockdowns, seized private properties, nationalized businesses, shredded our liberties, opened our borders, and misappropriated funds. They sat idle when progressives unconstitutionally blocked them from legislative procedures, committees, documents, facilities, representative offices, and shook down and jailed their constituents, among other atrocities. No, the Republicans will continue to allow Democrats to control and run the government, just like they did when Trump was in office and they held a congressional majority. They allow the Democrats to get away with their corrupt, dirty cons because the rhinos are terrified of the fascist corporate machine and its media. Democrats also provide them cover while they line their pockets. Elite establishment rhinos won't make them pay because they're part of the fascist swamp. The elite Republican establishment swamp creatures that applaud rhinos like McCarthy and McConnell think it's going to be business as usual if they win back the majority. They think they're going to rotate back into leadership roles and continue to line their pockets without rocking the boat. McConnell has already promised that he won't go after Biden, Schumer, Pelosi, and other progressives that have constantly railroaded Republicans. He has already proclaimed business as usual, supported their recent legislation, and bought his Democrat allies an expensive bottle of Kentucky whiskey to commemorate their new global corporate government alliance. He is more worried about his wife's shipping business with China than the American people and needs Democrats to keep the government graft gravy train going. Rhinos like McConnell and McCarthy are more disgusting than progressives. They attack Republicans more frequently than Democrats and both are destroying our country. Secretly, they agree with much of the progressives' ideology and legislation. They bargain with the same corporate masters and corporate lobbyists to sell out, centralize, isolate, and imprison their constituents. They feed off each other, go along to get along to empower themselves and line their pockets. Trump supporters were thrilled that he put America first, leveled the playing fields, and took the yoke off the poor and middle class. He made an error in judgment, however, when he endorsed fellow Republicans like McCarthy, McConnell, Romney, and Christopher Wray. 
The media eventually exposed McCarthy for pushing for Trump's impeachment and social media censorship of his own political party. I thought only progressive Marxists claim free speech is a threat to democracy. Speaking of rhinos, Mitt Romney is playing the conservative media again, including Fox. Once again, he is pretending to take conservative positions so he can run in the 2024 presidential election as a third-party candidate, spoiling the chances of true conservatives and helping the progressives win. These flim-flam con artists need to go. Mars is nice this time of year. President Trump proved that economies can yield both increased wages and job growth without inflation, that cutting taxes and deregulation gives businesses more freedom while increasing government revenue that you can increase energy while decreasing pollution, that you can control the border with a wall, resolve the Middle East conflict through the Abraham Accords, and achieve global peace through strength. Trump was a threat to their global fascist establishment world order and had to be destroyed. Now the pigs are back, happily feeding at the trough and enriching themselves at the expense and misery of hard-working Americans. Jefferson said, When the government fears the people, we have liberty. When the people fear the government, we have tyranny.